Welcome to Redefining Success, the Kingdom Builder Spotlight. I'm your host, Eric L. Dunavant, the Mindset Disruption Strategist and President and CEO of Paradigm. My teams and I redefine success for purpose-driven families and businesses by challenging social norms and balancing family and finance to build kingdom impact and generational prosperity. I believe that there are families and businesses that have learned to give a new definition to the word success from a kingdom perspective. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the next 20 to 30 minutes where we take traditional thinking and turn it upside down. Welcome everyone. This is Eric L. Dunavant, the Mindset Disruption Strategist. We are here for another episode of Redefining Success. And today I have Nicole Brunel with me, who is the founder of Boson Solutions. Um, but I'm probably most excited about today because when I was looking at her bio, she says that her family Christmases were like an episode of Shark Tank, which actually gets to that just leads to a lot more questions and actually sounds like a ton of fun. So, Nicole, thank you for being here today. Thanks for having me, Eric. I'm very excited to be on your show. Yeah, it's we're going to have a good time. Hey, before we kind of get into the, the rhythm of the show and kind of talking about Boson Solutions, would you just tell everyone just about who you are outside of Boson? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I am a believer. I am a wife. I am a mother of two children. Um, I am a friend to many, and I love to have a good time, love to travel, um, we love to laugh. Our family loves to laugh. Um, some of that includes roasting each other. So, you know, I'm Italian. You got to have thick skin in this family. So, but that's our way of showing love. Um, but yeah, I, you know, that's kind of me in a nutshell, honestly. How old are your kids? 17 and almost 16. So yeah, that's we're a- on the <laughs> cusp of empty nesting. So we're, you know, cramming everything in and soaking in every moment right now. Being in that space myself, it goes much, I think I will tell all the parents out there, it goes much faster than you ever expected. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I teeter on like, let's pull them out, homeschool and enjoy these last two years. Like I, that's where I'm at as a mom right now. So I definitely, <laughs> I definitely understand that. I understand that. Hey, um, what, Nicole, what are you passionate about right now? Good question, Eric. So in the business world and which bleeds over into my personal, I have reached a stage where I'm really passionate about giving back. Mm. I think that when you truly believe that all your, your blessings are coming from God, you reach this point where you look around and you're like, this was not from me. This was mm. not from my doing. It's got to go somewhere. And I am definitely at that point. And so thankful to be there because that opens up a whole other world of opportunities. Um, But that's really kind of our focus right now, both internally in the business and personally. Oh, wow. So tell tell us a little bit, give us a flyover, just kind of submit. How are you getting to live that out right now? Yeah. So we have been blessed to be in business about six years. Um, It's been great. We work with a amazing team, a lot of who are witch believers as well. Mm -hmm. Um, My parents actually um, owned and operated a medical lab for many years, which once they sold spurred into their passion, which was in adoption and Mm -hmm. finding financial means to families that wanted to adopt. So, you know, much like you said in my intro, none of us sit still for long. So they retired 20 years ago and then started this. 
And so we actually have some of those families working with us as well. So that's always kind of been like this passion around us. And now we've reached this point in the business where we wanted to figure out how can we continue that effort, um, mm -hmm. continue other ways to give back. And so we launched a whole new program called Boson Gives, actually, mm -hmm. in which we're giving a percent of revenue to further that work, um, which I love the the um, words that you use a lot in the show because my dad says it all the time. We need to be doing kingdom work. We all need to be doing kingdom work. And yes. so um, that's a big, um, a big saying that we have internally as well. That is beautiful. It's awesome to hear kind of what, kind of the fruit of where you are right now and really kind of embracing this kingdom mentality and being about kingdom work, which is such my passion and my calling. But I can't imagine that's where the story starts. So tell us a little bit, if you could, about the what does the journey look like to get here? Yeah, so it's actually fueled by two different passions, honestly. So my background is small business. I was definitely the kid like pulled out of school to work kind of thing. You know, parents couldn't afford employees at certain stages. Mm. So grew up with that mentality, grew up with that work ethic translated it into corporate world, eventually stayed at home with my kids. This was 17 years ago. So remote options weren't there. I was mm -hmm. always picking up a side hustle job. Like, let me type your reports. Let me do something. Um, so I kind of had like, you can look back sometimes and go, oh, all these experiences led me to where I am today, yeah. both in skill set, knowledge, connections. Um, so when I exited the corporate world, I thought, well, I'll be a virtual assistant. I've mm -hmm. heard that. That's a buzzword. And it's going to allow me to still be with my kids. And within like two or three weeks, I realized, oh, this is a huge need. And what the need really was, was you had these business owners who would love the skill set, operations, processes of what mm -hmm. corporate can have, but they're not to that level yet, right? right? And so finding a way to merge those worlds and because of my background, that was a very easy thing for me to think through. I'm an ops girl through and through, love efficiency, thrive on it, get frustrated when it's not there. <laughs> so I kind of took all of that and was like, all right, we need to flip this. Hmm. I'm not going to be a virtual assistant. We're going to be bringing in people to support these business owners. Yeah. So we've been doing that now for six years. It's actually branched out into full staffing um, because we want to kind of be the one-stop shop. Mm -hmm. um, we're very servant hearted over here. So we always want to say, if somebody comes to us and asks us, we don't want to say, no, we want to be not me. Let me find you someone. Yeah. So it's really been able to kind of like branch out and help with a lot of business owners needs. And now we're to the point where we're like, okay, we've been blessed now. Now what's that next step? Yeah. How can we further not only the work of what Boson does, but the work of what Boson gives can do to continue on that, um, that giving back to our, our passions, which is the foundation and just furthering that kingdom work. You, you flew over this really quickly, like it was no big deal, but I've got to go back because you made the comment about being pulled out of school to go help your parents mm -hmm. do work. Talk a little bit more about that and kind of what that taught you. I think that that's something unique that business owners go through are these ups and down cycles and this uncertainty at times of whether or not business is even going to be able to continue. And you were, you were a child involved in that, not necessarily it sounds like in your business, but I've got to imagine that experience kind of shaped some of the things you've thought about and you're doing today. So can you talk a little bit about that experience and, and kind of what you learned through that? Oh, it shapes everything. It shapes your viewpoint on a business owner. 
because here I was a teenager listening to employees essentially bag on your parents or the job. And then you see the home life where they're stressed to the max. We can't afford things. So you have a different viewpoint of what a business owner is getting Mm. to do or not get to do. So that shapes a lot of really even who I want to bring in my internal team um, because of that, right? Like the, there can be some ungratefulness or any kind of attitude like that when Mm. I've seen the other side of that, right? Like it's not, I mean, we used to laugh all the time. The employees were showing up in better cars than we had, (laughs) right? Like you're, it's not all glamorous on the other side. So you really got to see both. Of course, the work ethic. I mean, I, I mean, my team will make fun of me even now. Like I grew up in the family where it could be a Sunday. And if somebody walked by the storefront, we were opening up the doors and, and bringing them in for business, right? There were no office hours. There was no, Hey, we don't do that. It's not our time, you know? And I actually, that's kind of a pet peeve of mine when I see small businesses and, you know, they won't let you in or whatever. I'm like, honey, you got a customer right in front of you, open up that door, (laughs) kick on the lights. Like we're working here. So yeah, I mean, it shapes everything of who you are. How long did that season last for your parents that you actually had to kind of come into the business and do that? So they opened um, the medical lab. It was actually in the world of like a lab core. That's actually who they were bought out by okay. um, when I was 10. And they had that until I was married. So, I mean, 20 something years, they had that before that was bought out. So it was, it was a hard season. Mm. Um, it was one of those where we grew up destitute poor. And I came home from college and was like, when did when did we start making money? I didn't, I, that was not where I grew up. So it was a real labor of love to get the business to that piece. And so our Saturdays were spent bringing friends down to help work and file. Once we got a driver's license, it was like, Ooh, freedom. And it was like, actually you've been promoted to a courier, go pick up some blood samples. It was like, it was not glamorous. <laughs> so, um, but you got to get it done. And that's what it was. And we all knew it. And there's wins on that, right? So when yeah. big accounts come in, we all celebrate it. You learn how to serve um, a client. And in our world, it was a doctor's office. So there's so much that comes out of that that I'm grateful for. Yeah, I think sometimes we um, we don't understand the blessing of the struggle. Right. We miss mm-hmm. the, the the one thing that I found to be true. And this sounds like this is kind of a reflection. And we some of we were talking about in the beginning is it's the children of entrepreneurs who saw a lot of maybe even the mistakes or the struggle who have this like capacity, like this gift from God to see things that their parents are missing because it's the first time they're going through it. Mm-hmm. But like their kids begin to see things that then when they go into business, I find that the children of entrepreneurs often have more success because of the struggles that their parents went through. And the gift that they received during that moment. So are you, are you seeing that same thing to be true for you today? A hundred percent. I mean, there's things that you look back with every child can, right? Where there's things you wouldn't do. There's things you would do and trying to implement that in your own life. I think I've come out with a healthier balance. Um, It's no offense to my parents. I mean, they were literally just trying to survive, but I came out with like, there were amazing things we learned through that experience. There were also a lot of losses and things that we didn't get to do as a family. So mm. I'm exceptionally high on that. Now, having said that, my kids know like, hey, we can be on vacation, but it's because we work. And yeah. if mommy has to stop and go do a work call, this is how we enjoy those things. So work is always a big play in our home yeah. um, and what we have to do to have these 
types of experiences as a family, but that was a piece we were definitely lacking. And it was mm-hmm. really important for my kids to have that. So how is you're kind of on this journey and you start out kind of creating this virtual assistant. Now you're going to build your business. What were some of the core values and ideas of the business that you learned from that, that you then began to kind of lay as a foundation on what you put into Boson today? Yeah. Well, there's no way to not bring in as a believer, your faith into that. Right. I mean, first and foremost, it was servant hearted. Mm. We have to show up to serve not only our clients, but our team that we're recruiting mm-hmm. to work with them. Um, so that was first and foremost. Um, there's just some of my own pet peeves. So just as far as like, we're not going to be a drama filled office. Like I very much operate. I'll just be honest, mentally, like a man, I'm just like, we are here to work. We are here to serve. Like we are not getting into that. So there were a lot of those pieces that were really important and honestly, just non-negotiable. It was like, mm. You know, I really do believe like one bad apple can spoil a lot. And so it has to be kind of immediately dealt with. So that was a lot of it. But really, um, I do think that the key to our success was in the beginning was I was recruiting from my connections through not only my church family, I went to a private Christian college. Um, So people would come at the beginning, were like, how are you finding these amazing people? And I didn't want to tell them that I was just getting out my church directory, but (laughs) that was really how it started. And there was just, I think it allowed me to scale really quickly because there was a trust factor. There was a work ethic that I knew was going to be there. Um, There was that servant heart that I knew would show up. And so it allowed me to scale really quickly as opposed to trying to just throw a wide net of Mm. people that I didn't have a connection with. And it would cause delays and problems. And so I'm, I give all credit to that, especially as we were starting. Nicole, you made a comment that you may not realize I'm going to disagree with. You were like, well, I mean, we're faith-based. So of course we bring our faith into the business. And I would, I would agree with you from a standpoint that rationally, I 100% agree with you. What I would say is I find a lot of business owners are, they're cautious, like they're reluctant to bring their faith into their business. It's like Sunday is for faith. And Monday yeah. through Friday is for business. And so what gave you the courage to recognize that, no, from a kingdom perspective, these two things go together? Well, I don't I don't know how you turn that off, right? So I, I mean, it's part of your character. It's part of who you are. Um, I'm not saying we're asking every client to throw on a Jesus bumper sticker by right. any means, but as far as how I am behaving and if yeah. people, I mean, I would say when people would ask me like, how your company is so different. And I would say, well, we're believers and we're Christians. And so we're going to show up and work that way. Mm. I mean, I've always said it's kind of a weird phenomenon and that's actually, this would be a whole other side conversation, but I feel like Christians should be the most successful. Mm -hmm. We're going to work hard. We're going to be reliable. We're going to be the most honest and trustworthy. There's no way we don't succeed. Yeah. So, and, and whether that's, you are just the best trash collector out there, you should be managing that in no time, you know, because of the way, so there's no way to turn those off and not blend those to me. Yeah. Yeah. What the show is called redefining success. We've been talking about that kind of along the way, Nicole, but what would be some of like, as you kind of got this thing started, it's going to be a virtual assistant business. Then God keeps expanding the vision. What were some of the pivotal moments maybe two or three you've experienced along the way of, man, I thought we were going here and God said, you thought you're going left and God said, go right. And it was nothing you expected. Ooh. Or was um, different than you expected. Maybe not nothing, but different. 
So I think it probably, it was actually like a good thing all around, but um, I, I actually had a business partner early on and mm. she exited the business, was getting married later in life and taking a different direction. Obviously that comes with its own kind of like fear and, you know, you've mm -hmm. done something so long. Um, and now I've really seen, I mean, of course there's loss with that, but being able to lead on my own and being able to truly kind of come into my own in a leader, yeah. come into my own in owning what I want this company to be, being able to make those decisions on giving mm -hmm. back. That was really unexpected. It, it felt like, okay, well now I've got to figure out how to run everything with a business. Right. But it, it allowed me to really step up as a leader in a way that I probably should have been. Um, but of course in partnerships in any type of relation, there's just obviously some compromise going on and there's goods and bads with that. But this, that actually happened this past year. So that has been very insightful, um, and really just character building <laughs> among many of things this year. Um, was it, a, when you talk about that change, were there moments that you had doubts about kind of what was going to happen or did you, are you one of those people who absolutely, just kind of, so how did you get through those moments? What was really kind of the, the key to, I guess, getting to the other side of that? So again, kind of going back to my background as a child, like there's just no way you just don't have to figure it out and get it done. Mm. So could I sit here and say, oh, well, I laid out a plan on January? Absolutely not. I, I mean, it was really like, I, I'm the ops girl. She was kind of doing sales. Mm. I My sales pitch is truly just give me your passwords and I'll make your life better. So <laughs> I had to like learn myself on like, well, how do I, how do I do this? This is not like my, this is not what I do well. Right. Um, and so there was a lot of fear in that, but at the end of the day, like, I don't, you just get up and do it. Um, and even as we were bringing people in, we joked internally, like Bosun's training is figured out Yeah, because that that's how I was raised. No one ever trained me. I've never been trained on how to approach a doctor at 16 years old and handle a cat. You just figure it out and you do it. You yeah. better come back successful. Yeah. But what, what do the prayers look like in the moment where you're, I mean, cause there are times even having been a business owner myself, when you're in the middle of that challenge is like, God did, did I hear you wrong? Is this really what we're supposed to be doing? Like, what did those moments look like? And what did those prayers and that, that time look like during that season? Oh yeah. I mean, there's, it's, it's terrifying for multiple reasons, right? You've got this team looking at you, which in a lot of ways feels like your children, right? <laughs> That's right. And they're kind of like, all right, something just happened and what's going on here. So it was really like, asking for strength to reassure them. Mm -hmm. No, asking for strength to realize like you are no longer first. This goes back to, again, my example of my parents, right? Like this is a year where your team comes first. Got it. Yeah. Any type of luxury for yourself is out. Like this is really like, we need to make sure that the home is stable. Mm -hmm. So praying for that wisdom, um, a lot of patience. Cause now you realize like a whole other workload has been put on yourself. Um, so, and praying that you don't, um, are still available for your family, for your church family, for your friends. So it was, a. I mean, honestly, it would probably be summed up in like, please stretch me as far as I can go without breaking and then allow me to like start deflating and coming back to mm -hmm. myself. And he truly did. I mean, we just had our team meeting last month and we all kind of, I mean, we ended the call in tears. I mean, we were looking back like, 
how did we make that through that? And not only make it through it, we're profitable, came out better and strong. Like, how do we do that? Right. And it's only God. Right. <laughs> it's only God. You you alluded to this, but I'd love to like talk a little bit about the strength that you got from your family, your children and your husband during that season and how they kind of helped carry you through that. Oh man. So many ways. I mean, just on a like logistical basis, my husband was running carpool. My daughter who was 16 was cooking dinner every night. I mean, it was truly like all hands on deck. We're all working to help mom get through this. Mm. I mean, I was like locked in my room, just working kind of thing. So it took all of us and it was a good thing for us to kind of go through as a family, especially for my kids to really see, like, we all have to do it. And then it was also sad for me because I didn't want them to have to do that. That's like the parent side. Right. But now like we really were able to, we went to Montana at the end of the year. Um, it's our favorite place. And I took two weeks off, like totally unplugged, like, don't call me unless I'm being sued or something's burning down, like just unplugged. And that was such an amazing time. And we were really able to like celebrate what we had gotten through Mm -hmm. and just enjoy that time. And like, look at truly like the fruits of our labor. That's so beautiful. What has been, um, as you're looking at the growth of Bosun Gifts, um, as you're looking at kind of where that goes next, what, so you're, you are where you are today, but what do you dream for that? Or what kind of visions has God put in your heart for what that becomes over time? Yeah. So back to kind of like what I was mentioning about, um, you know, Christians working together that kind of came to us throughout this journey. And I really felt like if, if I could be working with other Christian business owners that I know have a passion for giving back to kingdom work. That's only going to want me to, you know, encourage that relationship more. And so we felt uniquely suited that we had something that every business owner needs, Mm. right? Is staff. Yeah. Every business owner is going to get to that point where it's a fractional role. I just need five hours a week all the way up to help me find my next C-level, right? And we do that. So we felt uniquely suited to say, well, we can support all these business owners. And why would we not through our mutual love of not only God, but kingdom work. And Mm -hmm. for those that have the passion of adoption, which we as a family feel is kingdom work, it's bringing souls into his kingdom. Yeah. Why would we not (laughs) let this grow? It just felt so. And we've had that. The Boson Gibbs clients that have come to us were like, well, yeah, I need a team. Why would I not do this if you're willing to give back? And we have a whole program around that where every month they're able to see, oh, I gave back a thousand dollars this month Mm. to furthering this kingdom work. And so that's just been an amazing kind of experience for us. So yeah, our hope is that that continues to grow and flourish. Um, You know, Personally, a dream is like one year we're writing a million dollar Boson Gives check, right? Mm, like, yeah, and we yeah. are funding multiple adoptions that year. And we're just really excited about those opportunities. That's, ah, I love Kingdom Vision like that. I love yeah. believers who just have grabbed onto something that in some sense seems impossible. But what you understand is that it's very probable so long as you keep staying in alignment with what you're Oh, doing. yeah. Well, yeah, um, I mean, my favorite thing is like, what's the worst that can happen? But like, what's the best? Right. You know, right. so what if you only give away 500,000 a year? Right. <laughs> what if I fund one adoption a year? Like, how amazing is that? You know, right. so, but it really feels like sky is the limit 
because of our position to be able to support so many different businesses. Yeah. Yeah. Nicole, we're going to, we're going to start running to the end here. Is there anything you didn't get to talk about that you wanted to make sure that you shared while you were on the show today? I think the only thing I would tell you is, you know, our family motto internally, and I would challenge people um, to think through this is um, our favorite verse is first Timothy six eighteen, which says, command them to do good, mm-hmm. to be rich in good deeds and yep. be generous and willing to share. And I can tell you hands down, not only from how my parents have operated, but myself, it comes overflowing if you continue to give back. Amen. I mean, it's a biblical principle, but when you have really w- walked through it and seen it, it just, it spurs you on to want to do more. So don't be afraid. God doesn't want you to hold on to your money. God doesn't want you to hold on to your gifts. Use them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think sometimes the hardest time to do that is in the darkest of moments though, but it's yeah. still more important than ever. Absolutely. If anything, those are the moments that really show your faith in him. Yeah, Absolutely. Easy Absolutely. to give when it's flowing, harder to give when it <laughs> when it's, you're in those moments. Nicole, if people want to kind of get in touch with you, follow what you're doing, kind of keep up with Boson, or maybe they need to have some staffing needs. What's the what's the best way to get in touch with you? Yeah, so you can go to our website, which is just bosunsolutions.com. Um, and you can contact us from there. We would love to give your listeners a free onboarding. So um, we normally have an onboarding fee with that, but in spreading the kingdom work, we want to be able to pass that on to them as well. Oh, well, thank you. How, so how do they, they just let you know that they heard you on the show? What's the best way Absolutely. to do that? Absolutely. Yeah. Let us know that they heard you on the show. Drop Eric's name in. Um, let us know if you want to be part of the Boson Gives program, which would be giving back to Sacred Selections. Um, so we would love for that. Ah, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Nicole, Um. My last question is always the same. Give you a little bit of time to kind of think about it. But in um, three generations, what do you hope your great-grandchildren know or remember about you? Mm. I hope they think I loved God first. Mm. Ooh, she worked hard. (laughs) And she's a little bit crazy, but she was a good time. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, we really operate that way as a family and we're just very thankful. And I would love for that memory to know, you know, God first, yeah. work hard, yeah. serve others and laugh and enjoy it. God wants us to be happy. He wants us to enjoy the ride. Mm, that's a beautiful legacy. That's a beautiful well, legacy. Thank you. Nicole, Thanks so thank much you. for having me. Yeah, I know. Thank you for being on the show. It's been a wonderful time. And um, I am, make sure everyone go reach out to Nicole, especially if you've got staffing needs. Um, I mean, a free onboarding. I mean, what's better than that? So, um, but thank you again, Nicole. Thank you for being here. Thanks so much, Eric. All right. We'll be with you again next time. God bless you. Have a fantastic day. Thanks. Eric L. Dunavit here. Thank you so much for joining us for Redefining Success, the Kingdom Builder Spotlight. If you're a business owner or a family who is actively redefining success or have thoughts on kingdom impact or generational prosperity, and you would like to be a guest on the show, then I invite you to apply. Visit www.ericldunavant.com slash podcast slash apply. Also, if you enjoyed today's 
episode. I would love for you to share that either through text or social media. Take a screenshot of the show and share that and share what you learned. If you know anyone that should be a guest on our show, we would also love for you to connect us to them. The best way to do that is to use hashtag redefining success. I love to read your thoughts and shares on social media. And we also are honored just to get any recommendations of people that you think we should be interviewing on the show. We are constantly adding new content, adding new podcasts. So first and foremost, I'm going to recommend that you subscribe so that you don't miss a thing. Also, you, all of your likes, your reviews, your shares, all of that makes a big difference to the show. So if you'll include those when you can, we definitely appreciate it. If you'd like to get in touch with me, visit www.ericl360.com and all of my connections to social and other ways to get in touch with me are there. This is Eric L. Donovan, the Mindset Disruption Strategist, signing off. Until next time.